I am Gregory Hallows, and this is Preserve Halloween Podcast. So, it's been about a week since I did the last podcast. Uh, it wasn't intentionally uh, meant to uh, skip a whole week, but there was a lot of stuff going on, and um, I've been doing a lot of planning, and, and I've found a lot of really cool stuff online for to add to the museum. So, I'll talk about that in just a second. I got a really cool letter. A guy named Trent wrote me and uh, wanted me to give a shout out to his son, Sawin. Um, so, hello. I hope you guys uh, continue to listen and uh, congratulations on a really cool name to to your son. Um, I just picked up a a crazy find that I never imagined I would ever see in my life, but now I own seven of the 1966 Don Post monster calendars. I've never touched one until I, I got this package. Um, a guy found a, a box of them, I guess, in a trailer. And uh, I am one of the lucky recipients of a few of those. I bought a bunch of Bezel die cuts from the 60s, some H.E. Lures die cuts. I stumbled upon a uh, prototype mask mold for uh, the Boris Karloff version of Frankenstein uh, for Don Post. So I can't wait until that comes in. That's going to be uh, crazy to see. Um, I I bought a few Empire Blow Mold uh, buckets, some Carolina Enterprises stuff. You might have seen those posts, uh, the pictures I posted online. Uh, I bought a uh, 68 Empire Jack-O-Lantern, the 12-inch. And I also bought a Haystack Jack-O-Lantern uh, from Empire from 1969. So I have gone a little nuts on uh purchasing things but you know this is stuff that i keep adding to the to the eventual museum uh right now it's sitting in my office uh a lot of it uh you saw also up on facebook and instagram i posted a picture of my office after i did the interview with the creepy parlor uh creepy parlor um last night right now as, I, as i'm recording it but that was a lot of fun. It was really cool to talk to people and kind of explain what it is I am doing. So I keep seeing all these posts halfway to Halloween, second Halloween, and I love them, but I also am very happy for the people who are saying, hey, well, what about Volpersnacht? Uh It already exists. Um, so, hey, let's celebrate that some. So, um, you know, I did a really... Not detailed, I guess, but I did a a, a post about uh, Valpersnack, and I'll I'll probably uh, post that again because it's coming up soon. Um, so if you want to celebrate or celebrate Second Halloween, just go ahead and ce- celebrate uh, this. Um, the interesting fact that I I forgot about the Church of Satan was founded uh, in 1966 on uh, Valpersnack, and I'm. I apologize. I always do this. I'm probably sure I'm not pronouncing it wrong, but I always apologize anyway, because there's a lot of words that I pronounce wrong. So I hope you get what I'm, what I'm saying. Um, in Bavaria and Germany, this night is called Hexingnacht, which is witches night, um, where people dress as witches and demons. They set off fireworks, play loud music, which is all supposed to drive witches and the winter spirits away, which it's funny to me that so many people that love Halloween and love, you know, this time of year celebrate, uh, this, this holiday because it was, uh, pretty much created by Christians, uh, in Germany to 
battle pest rabies and the whooping whooping cough, but also witchcraft. So it's a holiday against witches. Um, so take that as you will. Uh, in Sweden, it's called Valborg, and it's celebrating the arrival of spring. So, you know, as always, a lot of these old celebrations are pretty much celebrating the earth and the life cycles and the seasons. And, you know, it pretty much all goes goes back to that. Um, but, you know, I think it's a very interesting holiday. I, I will repost that. I uh, don't have a lot of that information in front of me and... I have so much going on in my head right now. It's going to be hard to keep uh, on track. So the big, the big news that happened this week that I kind of is the reason why it pushed me into doing uh, or not doing a podcast like last week was I have decided to put on a preserve Halloween festival this year in November in Irving, Texas, which is a suburb of Dallas. And I'm going to be doing it the weekend before Thanksgiving. It'll be the 19th, 20th, and 21st. I've already started booking the guests. I've already started planning on, you know, what events there will be, what kind of fun activities that we'll have. Um, it's going to be at the Irving Convention Center. I'll post a picture of that beautiful building uh, sometime this week. I've already started selling tickets. I've, like I said, I've already started inviting guests and I'm trying to narrow down, you know, I don't want to have it too big the first year. Uh, the inaugural event, I don't want it to be the inaugural and the last <laughs> event. So I'm trying to keep my wits about me and, and actually, you know, plan a show that is fun, but also leaves a lot of room for a second year and a bigger year. And, you know, one of the questions I got when I, um, announced this was, will I always keep it in Texas? I'm not sure. I really like Texas. I like visiting there. But one of the big things for me is Texas. It's easy to fly into Dallas. And also it's the center or, I mean, it's the middle of the country. It's not exactly the middle, but it's a good kind of halfway point for those of us in the United States. I'm hoping eventually and maybe even this year, there may be some people that come from, you know, other countries. That would be awesome. Um, uh, you know, I don't talk about it much, but I do put on conventions for a living. So this will be the first time that I am able to uh, put on a show specifically for Halloween. Uh, we generally have some horror guests and some Halloween-related guests at the other events I do. But this is a strictly... Halloween uh, centered event it is to preserve and celebrate and just you know all of us to to share the love of Halloween that we have um, that and that's another you know kind of topic I wanted to bring up this is not a horror show horror fans and horror lovers and horror people are definitely invited because I'm a horror fan and a horror lover and one of those people myself but this this show is is more, you know, Halloween centric. It's like the nitpicky things I always talk about, about Halloween movies versus horror movies. There is a difference and Halloween music versus horror music. There's a difference. So I'm hoping that I can stick to that, uh, blueprint that I've made for myself. There will be a few guests and people attending that could be, you know, of course they can all fit at a horror show, obviously, but, I'm going to explain why I chose who I chose and, you know, kind of 
let you into the the ideas of what I'm trying to accomplish. I want to, uh, you know, I want a lot of panels. I want people to learn things that they haven't learned about Halloween. I'm hoping that we can do a lot of events, maybe even some of the old, you know, traditional Halloween celebrations, like you know, back when it was, I can't find a husband or a wife, so I'm gonna do these uh, Halloween party tricks to to find my love. Um, something like that may be fun. I don't, I don't know. I'm still brainstorming a lot of it. I wanted to get the location and the time frame nailed down first. And one of the reasons why I picked the time I did was it's not quite Thanksgiving yet. So Christmas hasn't really kicked off. Well, it, it will, uh, I think Christmas music starts playing on November 1st in most places, but you know, there's still time. Halloween will have just happened just three weeks before. So, you know, all of us who, even though we celebrate Halloween all year round, there's still that time frame where it's like, man, how did it already end? Let's, you know, let's keep this going. So, you know, let's do a festival and, and keep it going. So that, that's kind of my mindset for the time frame. Um, the other reason is, you know, a lot of people will be te- starting their vacations for Thanksgiving, possibly that that weekend. So we may have a chance to get some people that normally wouldn't have off already. Um, so I, I'm trying to think of all the, the greatest scenarios and hope it all pans out. So speaking of that celebration, um, I want to go ahead and, and mention again, the first guest that we uh, booked for this show. It's Lisa Morton, who is a wonderful author. She has written a ton of books. She's a multiple Bram Stoker Award winner. She's, you know, and she's just a very nice lady. But the reason I chose her and wanted to um, announce her first was she's world-renowned Halloween expert, you know. She's written three books on the history of Halloween. Uh, she wrote the Halloween Encyclopedia. I mean, she literally wrote the Encyclopedia on Halloween, uh, back in 2003, and then uh, that book is, I think, almost impossible to find. But there is a second edition that was published uh, about 10 years later, uh, 2011. Uh, she wrote the uh, Halloween Anthology, Literary and Historical Writings Over the Centuries, which came out in 2008. And that was nominated for a Black Quill Award, and she won the Bram Stoker Award for uh, Best Nonfiction for that book. And of course, my favorite of her books is Trick or Treat, A History of Halloween, which came out in 2012, which also won the Bram Stoker Award for Best Nonfiction and Halloween Book Festival Grand Prize Award. So she knows what she's talking about when it comes to Halloween. So I can't wait to talk to her more about what kind of panels and discussions she wants to to do and, you know, what we can learn from her because, you know, Every year you see her on History Channel on the documentary, The the Real Story of Halloween. And then she's also on the uh, supplemental, uh, the I guess the extra features for the Blu-ray of Trick or Treat, which is one of the best Halloween movies there is, you know. And um, she's even been on Coast to Coast AM, which is one of my favorite programs. I love listening to old Art Bell, Ghost to Ghosts, and, you know, just I have... I think I have every Art Bell episode that's ever been recorded, and I listen to them, you know, all the time at night. Every night, I play one and just listen to it, and that's a good three hours of, you know, just wonderful conversation. So, um, oh, and also, Lisa is what she was the president of the Horror Writers Association from 2014 to 2019. So, 
her resume is is crazy and it's amazing and i'm just ecstatic that we were able to to get her to come and it it adds a lot of clout to uh, a first year show having her there at least to me and but i mean at the end of the day it's i want to learn from her and i want to listen to what she has to say and i want to learn as much as possible from her because you know she knows so much so i'm excited i hope everyone else is just as excited as i am um like i said tickets are on sale the website is preservehalloweenfest.com i tried to make it easy uh the show dates are november 19th 20th and 21st right now i'm selling just weekend passes um i want to see how that goes and uh i've got a deal that if you buy two you get a you know some off and any uh halloween preservation society members they have been given a code to save even more because you know those guys and girls and you know all the people that are in that uh are the society have helped me so much and I want to give back to them as much as I possibly can. So um, this, this podcast is going to be pretty short. I, I just wanted to announce the show officially and share it all with you. And thank you all for, you know, this is my 24th episode. I can't imagine that I've done this, you know, it's over six months now and it's been such a blast and I can't, I can't wait to just continue to do this. And I can't wait to meet a lot of you in Texas for this show in November. So that's the thing that has me most excited is I get, I get to finally meet a lot of the people that I talk to online and social media, and it, it's going to be so much fun. So thank you. And always preserve Halloween.